Welcome back to Breaking Brand, a Buffer original series. I'm your host, Ash Reed. Last episode, we brought you to the launch party for Pattern, a multi-brand, direct-to-consumer business with a twist. Uh, we're here with all of you tonight to celebrate the launch of Pattern. Thank you. If you've been listening up until now, you'll have noticed that from concept to the execution of the Pattern launch, they're unlike any other in the D2C space. Here's Pattern's co-founder, Nick Ling. Every company, every category now has 10, 20 companies where there's just very little differentiation. They're just being built to sell some products to consumers. What we're trying to do with this new era of direct with consumer is saying, let's find a better way to think about companies. Invest deeper in relationships with consumers because we're going after a long-term relationship. We want to sell you products and guidance. So what does selling products with guidance mean? We found out by following the Pattern team into the launch of their first brand, Equal Parts. We'll explore the business model and products being offered by Equal Parts in a bit, as well as how the brand was created. But just so you understand the base concept of the brand, the aim of Equal Parts is to support their customers in navigating their kitchens. They sell cookware, but also the experience. Why? If you think about the big cultural mission, the patterns going after the topics of burnout, of overtacked, overworked, our generation cooks less than any generation out there, 75% less than every generation out there. We're 3x more likely to order delivery. 60% of millennials don't know how to make a basic salad dressing. 40% of millennials don't know how to recognize a classic butter knife. That's Tyler Scrow, VP and General Manager of Equal Parts, speaking with our producer, Max Miller, at his New York office. You know, I bring up those stats because I think it's one of those topics that people aren't cooking and people aren't resorting to cooking anymore because they don't have any comfort, intuition, and confidence in the kitchen. And so Equal Parts overall is trying to help create an approachable brand, block down those barriers, and really connect with consumers. And that is their unique offering as a company. As you heard Nick say in the intro, they want to build a relationship with their consumer. So how does that translate into what they do for their customers? For starters, on-demand support for making your meals is just a text away if you buy your kitchen gear from the company. Pretty cool, right? Shortly after the brand launched, we heard they were running a campaign in New York to help curious potential customers understand what that on-demand support might look like. We got Buffer's Heather May Pustai to look out for the campaign on the busy streets of the Big Apple. Here's what she came back with. Okay, so I saw an equal parts poster just now and wanted to try texting the number to see what happens. The ad says to text hi for an appetizer, so I'm going to give that a go now. Okay, here we go. All right, so let's read this. Hi from equal parts. Here's a tip to help you enjoy home cooking. Let cooking be a way to unwind, e.g. name your chef's knife so you always have an excuse for a night in. Uh, I can't tonight, I have a date with Marvin. <laughs> Want another tip? Text tip for another round. P.S. Message and data rates may apply. Text stop to officially ghost us. <laughs> and so guidance to us is coaching. And coaching is something that we believe as we concepted this brand and really worked through what we wanted to offer consumers. We found ourselves asking each other questions, asking each other, hey, how do I make this beef rendang? Hey, how do I, you know, cook this pasta? And it really became this natural evolution of like, we needed help in the kitchen. Like we have asking our parents, asking our grandparents, asking that friend in the kitchen that we've constantly gone through throughout our life. 
And we said, why don't we create a brand and sell cookware and pair it with guidance because we believe that that's gonna help our target demo get more comfortable and build intuition in the kitchen and really build habits. So the way that we're doing that at launch is launching with eight weeks of guidance of text-based on-demand coaching. Every set will come with personalized guidance where you'll have the opportunity to engage with a text-based coach who is a home cook just like you and really show that you know getting started is easier than it sounds. According to Tyler, you can ask them anything from, hey, I'm having a dinner party Friday night, what do I do? Or, I've got this stuff in my fridge, what am I making? You can even order up some technical clarification like, what's the difference between brining and sauteing? Brining, sauteing, searing, you name it. So it's really that insider, that friend in the kitchen that we're really excited about because we believe, backing up some of the stats I was talking about, that that's a real inhibitor to why people aren't cooking anymore. Over the past few years, the cooking market has seen an onslaught of brand-linked tutorials and free content like BuzzFeed's Tasty to help you in the kitchen. While Max was at the Equal Parts office in New York, we asked him to speak with Tyler about how he sees the brand and their services standing out in the market. Yeah, so can you, can you kind of put me in the position of, of one of your customers? Like, how would Equal Parts fit into my day? You know, give me a scenario where I would need your product rather than anything else I might have lying around in my kitchen. Yeah, I love this question. Um, I jump you right into a situation. It's a long day. You have maybe not necessarily the, the motivation to cook. You come home and you say, hey, hey, Equal Parts, what can I cook tonight? What can I get in, in and out of the kitchen and onto the couch in half an hour or cook for that person in my life? We'd right away recommend, hey, what do you have in the fridge? Or, hey, do you have time to stop by the store if you're just texting us before you head home? That's where I'd enter and say we're really talking to the consumer and trying to help them in that moment. Tyler says that the guidance is a crucial offering for them. Not only does it set them apart from competitors, but it feeds into the general ethos of Patton in their attempt to stay with the consumer past their initial purchase. During our interviews with the Patton founding team, I asked Nick why they chose to launch Equal Parts as the first brand. And North Star of Patton as being how we help people create quality time. And I think there is something universal about cooking and quality time that connects a lot of people together where other hobbies that do the same thing are for either smaller or more niche audiences. And it's because of that central theme of food and what it means in our society, and then how cooking then relates to being able to spend more quality time and learn something new, that we were really inspired to have equal parts as the first brand coming out of Pattern. Speaking of inspiration, Emmett also shared how they came up with the name Equal Parts. Uh, we were kind of riffing around a little bit in the early days around what could make sense as a name. And, you know, we were looking at some cookbooks and we were looking at different stuff on food. And to be honest, you know, it was a name where we just saw it and we're like, oh, this feels kind of cool. I think a good name or good branding, you can project a lot of what you find meaning in onto it. And so equal parts is something that is like a very colloquial conversation term that all cooks, whether you're the best in the world and a Michelin restaurant, you know, talking to your staff or your, you know, uh, speaking to your, your wife or your husband at home or your son or daughter, you know, hey, put equal parts, you know, X and Y in this or think of this equal parts this and, and equal parts that. And, and I think it also lent itself to the model we were, were looking to create, which is this notion of products and guidance. And so it's equal parts cookware, which, you know, we really focused on and we think we've made something pretty special and cool. Uh, and then also the guidance component, which is coaching. But a brand is more than a name. And Emmett also elaborated on some of the ideas behind Equal Parts brand, personality, look, and feel. 
There's three kind of like inspirations around some of the aesthetic and approach for the brand. One was 1970s kind of American jazz or just jazz in general around that time. And then the second was early 90s hip hop. And the third was one specific scene in the movie Ratatouille. Oh, Gusteau was right. For those of you that don't know the Pixar movie, the plot centers around an outsider in the kitchen space, Remy the Rat, and his love affair with culinary arts. Emmett conjured up one particular scene for me during our interview. Remy is showing one of his rat mouse friends um, what happens when you combine different foods together. Ah! No, 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 no! Spit that out right now! I have got to teach you about food. Close your eyes. Now, take a bite of this. No, no, no! Don't just hork it down! (laughs) Here. Chew it slowly. Mm. Only think about the mm. taste. It's almost like a, a, a synesthesia oh, scene where you see the different soft, colors kind of melding and together okay, and almost like soft fireworks. Now taste this. A whole different thing, right? Sweet, crisp, slight tang on the finish. Okay. Now, and the scene fades to black and you see when you combine a strawberry and cheese, how the flavor profile is really dynamic. And I think that that scene of education and enjoyment and wonder is something that we've always been inspired by in terms of what Pixar and Disney have always focused on making, you know, scenes that are really relatable to children and adults. Back to the 70s, I think, one, the improvisational nature of jazz in the 70s is really coming to this forefront in American kind of culture and music and Miles Davis and Herbie Hancock and the aesthetics and the songs was something that we felt was very, like, flow state conducive for especially nighttime. And the improvisational nature of it was around not trying to, you know, play perfect chords or redo the composition over and over. It's just, it's kind of letting it go and... You know, we've been saying there's there's no mistakes, only new recipes. Uh, and then the last part, as I said, the early 90s kind of hip hop was a bit of like a, a new a new energy. And so I think it's also trying to be an energetic brand, which, you know, we're trying to be encouraging with the coaches that support you. The cookware, the aesthetic is all black, you know, which is bold and different in the market. The logo of ours is there's like a, a tribal kind of color element to it. So. I think we just looked at the market and said, what could resonate with, you know, women and men that are becoming, you know, young adults that grew up during this period? And what are some interesting areas to pull inspiration from that could feel fresh and exciting and invigorating? Nick shared how this helped to guide the product design and manufacturing process. Foundationally with Equal Parts, we wanted to build products which we believed gave lasting quality, had a sense of design which we believed in and that fitted with the brand that Emmett described to you a bit earlier. And all those led to decisions which gave us certain types of materials, certain types of design, certain types of manufacturing partners, which meant that we were trying to deliver kind of an all-clad level quality product um, at the most accessible price point that we could. Yeah, could you tell us um, a bit about well, just walk us through what what is the product range? I understand there are some kits. Yeah. And what what is this? Uh, we have our, our whisk and our fish spatula. Again, if you just look at the design and our stainless steel mixing bowls, which I mentioned. So are they all- Since we spoke with Tyler in early October, the suite of products available at the Equal Parts shop has grown. As of the end of October, one could find seven different offerings, from a one-piece kitchen knife 
your everyday knife, as they call it, to your complete kitchen, a 20-piece set for all of your solo ventures and dinner party needs. While getting the tour of equal parts, Max pointed to the interesting naming convention for the product packages. There's also just an interesting pattern with how you name your products. For instance, the equal parts product, they all begin with the word your, as in your prep bowls, your everyday knife. Yeah, I think the obviously the most direct comparison would be calling it the. And we decided to go with your because the makes it sound like it's the only. And it's just, uh, it's really not that. This is the start of a journey. Everyone's journey is different and it's unique to themselves. And so really, this is your uh, this is your pot. This is your fish spatula. This is your colander. This is your everyday knife. Really just defining your journey with cooking. Food is one of the most fantastic things. It's why I'm ultimately excited to be a part of this company. It's such a great topic. It's something that brings together cultures and all people of all walks and shapes of life. I'm curious about your own personal connection here. Yeah. Um, I'd say food has been at the cornerstone of my life, childhood, a lot of fond memories of my father cooking, whether it's barbecue, Italian, we grew up in an Italian household, so I have, I'm a pasta guy, and I married a, you know, a woman of Korean background, and so we kind of fusioned together Italian and Korean, which is just a lot of fun. We spend a lot of time in the kitchen as we've developed and grown in New York City. As a couple and as individuals, we find ourselves not wanting to wait in lines, not wanting to eat sodium-enriched food, feeling a little bit nasty when we see the buildup of containers, of plastic containers in our home. And so we've made a really conscious effort of blocking our calendars, making it home on time. And this is the nice thing about Pattern is that we all live the brand and it's, it's been a really great team to work with. I think with that being said, it is a competitive space. A lot of cookware has been sold the same way for you know, as long as I can remember. And I think that we're just trying to really have the opportunity in the space to talk about cookware and guidance together. And hopefully people will give us the opportunity to build a relationship with them, to help them use their products and enjoy daily life. Tyler is absolutely right in that the cookware market is a competitive one. Brands like Made In, Great Jones and Material are all D2C cookware brands that have launched in recent years. For a broader take on what's happening in this area, I turn to another respected industry expert. My name is Richie Siegel. I'm the founder and CEO of Loose Threads. Loose Threads advises next-generation consumer companies and provides commentary on industry trends and brands for its newsletter and podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I would you know, somewhat, uh, I guess, offer a different opinion on that. The fact that there are only three or four in the space, I think, is pretty small you know, compared to the apparel space or the beauty space or uh, the bedding space or the mattress space. Richie finds the Equal Parts brand to be an interesting case study in the D2C space. I think... It makes sense from a cultural perspective in terms of where people are spending money, where they're focusing, which is on more experiences, whether in the home or out of the home, whether it's, you know, on things that help bring people together, you know, such as cooking and hosting parties and and so forth. And then there's a cost piece to it as well, where, you know, you have, again, a number of entrenched players that have wholesale distribution models. They charge a good amount of money and there's opportunity to undercut them and kind of build a brand that knows how to communicate, you know, with younger people better. So I think the challenge for them with equal parts specifically is they aren't the first. Now, could they be the best and take kind of that Apple mentality? Sure. But other companies have a little bit seeded the market and they have to compete and kind of benchmark against them versus if they did something in a totally different category where they were first to market, they have more opportunity when, you, when there are other people going after the same group of call them, you know, high income you know, early 20s to mid 30s customers, um, you definitely have more to compete with than if you're the only one kind of going there. 
Hi, I'm Rie. I'm a tasty producer. Today, I'll be showing you how to make my favorite recipes I've learned since coming to America. It's also interesting to think about, you know, Tasty as an example has their own, you know, line of products in Walmart. And there's an interesting question around, is it better to start with like the media piece or is it better to start with the commerce piece? And I don't think there is a specific answer, you know, that can be applied everywhere. But I think there definitely is a specific answer for every brand about which one comes more natural to them. And, and it'll be really interesting to watch all these companies kind of play in the same space and, and somewhat go after a similar base of customers. So equal parts certainly isn't without competition in the product or content space. But the team hopes its unique brand, the focus on being more than a cookware supplier, and the larger mission fueling pattern will help it to stand out in the market. As we've mentioned, a key part of this strategy is its focus on education and helping consumers to become confident and enjoy their time in the kitchen. Nick unpacks that a bit more. Yeah, so the, the, the coaching is our big thing there. So that when you get your cookware, you're not just getting a frying pan, getting a stock pot, but you're getting the support from someone to take you through that journey. We think a lot about how do we take people from confusion to comfort to joy. And the coach is there and is designed to be there as um, a teacher who will support you in going from those confused moments of what do I want to cook? How do I cook this? What happens if this happens to a level of comfort around the kitchen? And a lot of the stuff we focused on are tips and techniques versus recipes that we can suggest to people. So it's kind of more about setting people up to kind of be successful in the kitchen whenever they want to cook versus cooking like one specific thing. Right, and making it less about let's throw a perfect dinner party and more about how do we help set up routines and habits. You know, we, we see cooking as an exciting, important thing. We want to make incredible cookware that people want to buy and use and love. But we also want people to understand how this fits into their broader life and their um, the broader lifestyle that we, we believe is important as part of Pattern. In the past four episodes, we've walked you through one company's journey from shifting gears and starting a new business with generous insight along the way of how they began their new build. Our next episode will be the final in the series. I'll be sitting down with Pattern's Nick Ling and Emmett Shine to learn how they took equal parts to market and for their insights into the future of the direct consumer industry and where they think Pattern fits into all of that. Until next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you to Message Heard for their production support with this series. And thanks to Max Miller for being our producer on the ground in New York. <laughs>